Welcome to Indigo Voices, a podcast about people trying to find themselves in this complex world. On this podcast, we talk about topics from as many sides as we can, hoping to broaden understanding. Our intention is to stop taking things as they are the way they are just because. Instead, what are the many factors that affect the topic of the day? And the topic of the day is yet again masculinity. Masculinity. Right now. Uh, this is part two. This is in, part case, in case you haven't tuned in to part one, um, I, I would suggest you check that out first because we might be referring to things we mentioned during that episode. I mean, it but, only makes sense. Yeah, I mean, uh, unless you're you're a running rebel, let's do it backwards. Let's by do all it. Means. Just give us give us those listens and support the pod. I think we really appreciate it. <laughs> you would understand, to be honest. You know, if you if you heard it backwards, because it's pretty much essentially you know, what the topic is about. But, yo, I got a question for you. You're not going to ask me about my room, the new lights? Bruh. So we definitely have to post this on our Instagram and our social media right now, at least the video version of this, um, so that people could see this guy's whole setup right now. The vibes. Yo, where are you at? You in hell? Bro, I don't know, but it should be feeling like heaven. <laughs> hey, yo, you the cliche master, bro. You in your you're in your room, right? You just set those lights up. Yeah, bro. He has red, like red Christmas lights lining the his ceiling in his room. Um gotta that's set it, the mood, guys. Gotta set the mood. It's you know, fire, a little candle, got the view. You gotta set the mood, man. Quarantine got niggas being creative. Yo, talking about setting the mood and this whole quarantine thing. I I know how stressful times can be. And I know that it comes to a certain point where where you tired of Manuela. Let's just say my right arm is really strong right now. (laughs) My question to you, Angel, is there anybody on your mind right now? Yes, there is. Who who you dying to, to, to spend an intimate night with under those red lights? You know what? There's always going to be that one person. You know, you're always going to think about that one person. And, you know, wanting to be with that person is is above anything else. Right? But fuck that person. All right? Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> right now, man, I'm here thinking about one of two women, if not both. One whose name I will not mention. Just know that I've, I've known her for a long time. She's a good friend. But I'm tired. All right? These times got me fucked up. <laughs> Yo, you going through it. What the fuck? <laughs> I'll set this riddle up for her. There is a rice named after her. That's all I'm going to say. All right? And number two is, and will always be, Rihanna, bro. This is something about that woman. Yo, yo, let's move on because you might get some. No, 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 no. What happened? We got to give the people what they want because, as you know, this is uh-huh. the people's podcast. Okay. So if I got to die for my people, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to die. And my man's coming with me. <laughs> yo, bro, you a stand up dude. I, I, I can't deny that. All right, but here. For those of you who did join us in our last week's episode, you may have missed 
this amazing uh, ad. Again, bro. <laughs> this book, Nostalgia, written and edited by Albert Garcia in Amazon and all stores near you. I lied. They're not in all stores near you, but Amazon is kind of like near everybody. So just go ahead and go get your copy of Nostalgia by Albert Garcia. You will not regret it. All right. Anyways, if you were with us last episode, what you mean? I'm going to cut of that. If also, you were with us... <laughs> also, we didn't mention the last episode, which is something extremely important to you and also for me to share is your writing Instagram, which is a rightful mind. On the rightful mind profile page on Instagram, you can find poems uh, and short pieces written by Angel very own um, where he dabbles into a little bit of his personal issues and also turns it into more whimsical emotional and exciting wordsmanship pinned also thank with you, brother, thank you with with great artwork so that people could see it read it on a breeze thank you very much brother uh so yeah that's uh a rightful mind at a rightful mind rightful as in like w-r-i-t-e-f-u-l so a rightful mind on instagram i would appreciate the follow i appreciate you brother uh so yeah just check out check our writing out you know why not we're two i think in our core what we are is just two melancholy writers mm -hmm. one of us is just funnier than the other but as you um which, <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're just, we're just out here trying to have a good time, even with this podcast. We could be talking to one person, man. It, it means the same to us. Yeah. So, my people, if you're with us this far, hopefully you heard last episode. If you did not, quick debriefing. Uh, me and Sopa were discussing over what manhood is, what, uh, what masculinity is, and what defines a man in our um unique perspectives and in society. Uh, we discuss certain social issues with being a man and how we view what masculinity and manhood is. Now, I was asked very difficult and, and conflicting questions in the previous episode, but I did what I do always, and I handled them like a fucking G. All right, so, so I have a couple questions for you. Which I have not been prepared for. Okay. Yes. Because that's not what we do. <laughs> Before this, we was just talking about some... Anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't mention it. <laughs> All right. So, the last thing you mentioned was uh, dabbling into the pits of gender roles. All right. How gender roles affect society, particularly for the man side. You didn't necessarily say that, but um, that's where you were headed. So I want to ask you, how do you believe that society affects your personal manhood? And what roles does society have to play in gender and in, in, in implementing those gender roles? And how does it directly affect you? So it, it affects me directly because it's all around me since the day I was born. Although maybe not directly messages about being a man, messages about being a man are um, communicated through media constantly. 
Mm -hmm. um, through, you know, since we're writers, we could, we could talk about movies and shows like that. But, you know, leads in these shows and movies tend to be males a lot of the times or for the mm -hmm. majority of the time. Although they may not be expressing us or expressing to us that literally like only men can be in positions of power. That's yeah. what they're showing. Where else? You know, we spoke a little bit before or in our previous episode about our parental figures teaching us either subliminally, unknowingly based on their traditions about how to be a man. Right. Some aspects of that are limiting. Some aspects of that make us who we are. Aside from that, I also feel like I just thought of it right now, schooling, bro. Mm. In education, there's subjects that are for boys, subjects that are for girls. Mm. So it's like, it's like almost in every little corner that we walk into in this world, every little aspect has its rules and regulations of how a man is supposed to act in those settings. I agree. Now, you did mention a bit of the parenting. How did your parents, having them there, not having them there, the ways that they went about it, how did your parents, how do one's parents, or how greatly do one's parents affect one's manhood? Whether it be how does a mother affect the manhood, or how does lack of a mother affect the manhood, how does a father affect the manhood, or the lack of a father affect the manhood? Yeah. I, I believe that it has great influence in general. But again, you know what I believe in in whether one parental figure or both parental figures are absent and you don't you don't know if, if their influence could have more negatively affected one's life right. but for for the sake of the conversation let's say that they're both there i would believe because i don't have the experience that the father or the male parental figure would have more of an impact on the child by based on how they are defining what a man should be, if that makes sense. It does. Also, what, whether whether the child is a little boy or a little girl. That's true. Right, that's because true. they they see their father if they identify as a man. Oh, that's how a man is supposed to act. Mm -hmm. So based on their actions, based on, on their teaching, their mentorship, it's like, damn. But, but if only the mother is around, in my case, um, like I mentioned the last episode, I learned most of it based on privileges that I had growing up. I'll briefly mm -hmm. mention it. Um, you know, I didn't have to do house, house chores like cleaning, uh, cooking, washing dishes, making my bed. Although I did it sometimes, but what I'm saying is that those things weren't enforced on me. Right. Other things were enforced, like taking out the trash, driving her around once I got my license. Even what I just thought of right now, like carrying the luggage once we go to like DR or if I have to pick yeah. her up, shit like right. that. So, so that stuff, again, 
is always around like that. I get what I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I think in my case, uh, mm-hmm. though, I did have male figures around. You know, my my stepdad, my dad, um, due to their own toxic masculinity, perhaps they were unable to be uh, as present as they had wished or as they could have. So most of the learning on how to be a man, I, I honestly learned from my mother, um, you know, as best as she could. I saw good examples and bad examples and tried to piece it together myself, but she she taught me um, enough, I guess. Um, but she was very adamant, and I, and I agree with this. You're not a man if you don't treat a woman how a woman should be treated or treat a woman with respect. And, you know, that's something I, I believe uh, and hold greatly. However, I, I added a bit to that. Women should be treated delicately, yes. However, that delicacy can be applied to a man as well. You know, you can apply that delicacy to your friend. Um, you can apply that, uh, you know, to your father, to your brother. Because once you break those boundaries, you can f- be there for that man as much as they may need you, but don't say it, given the fact that it is a part of toxic masculinity. Um, you know, we've had many moments where we just, you know, are very open and, and those conversations, man, not to be dramatic here, they save lives, you yeah. know, but we don't tend to engage in them because we grow up being told to man up. Like we stated in the previous episode, being told to man up. So when you feel something, you just got to, you know, man up. And typically, like you stated, manning up comes with a lot of negativity negative actions, uh, negative consequences, because since we're told to man up, oh, we got to bottle this inside. So now I'm angry. Now I don't know what to do about it, but be a man, quote unquote. Yeah. So you handle it that way. And again, that's how it's typically used. What you suggested, which I thought that was great, is that we we redefine what it means yes. to man up. So... So, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, putting your emotions aside, et cetera. Of course. In fact, I believe that when you truly man up, it means embracing your emotions and moving forward with them and not letting them control you. You know, that's, that's what being a man is to me. To me, being a man is, that you're not, is, is not that you do not feel or that you do not express that you, you know, don't feel. To me, being a man is understanding that you feel figuring out what to do about those emotions and that feeling and then moving forward as best as you can. That's what manning up means to me. You know, that, that's a real man. Yo, I was reading this article earlier today when I was thinking about this topic and the article said, being a man is to view masculinity as a gift and to view femininity as a curse. <laughs> so, so, I bring that up and relate it to what I mentioned in the last episode when I said that being masculine or qualities of being masculine tend to differentiate itself from what it is to be a woman. Right. So it's not like I'm doing this because I want to do it and this is my own thing. I'm doing this because because I'm not a girl. So I was wondering, what did you think of, you know, 
what is said about like masculine is a gift and femininity as a curse? It's what we're taught primarily, to be honest, by women, you know, mm -hmm. um, which is something ironic. We are taught by women that you're the man, you take care of your woman, you don't cry, um, you know, you don't get involved in women's stuff, you don't play with dolls, you don't do this and that, and we're already off jump, limited, you know, and, and again, we center this conversation on manhood and masculinity. Sometime in the future, hopefully, with a lovely guest, we will center the conversation uh, on, on womanhood and, and femininity. But for now, for the, for the sake of what we're doing. I, I would love to have more than one guest for that conversation. Yes. The yeah, whole discussion. Hey. I'd be fine. You know, I can make that happen. Uh, Hope, are you? What? Are you a pimp? <laughs> <laughs> a pimp named Slipback? Uh, so. Yo, yo, hold on. Were you done with that point, my bad? I was not. I was trying to get uh, this across that, um, you know, so women play a big part in creating the monster that they despise. That toxic masculinity, women have a hand to play in it because they are also, they are also a part of that world that uh, creating those, they are victims to toxic masculinity. Absolutely. Like for, for those women, that is what they believe a man should be like. Right. True. Not knowing that then those, those are the same type of women that say, oh, men ain't shit for this and this and this and this amount of reason. Yeah. Right. But it's like you played a part in that. Mm -hmm. Granted, it's not your fault. You're a part. You're, you're another victim in that generational toxic cycle. Mm -hmm. We're all just trying to break from it, but it's difficult to break from it. When, when it is constantly uh, reapplied, not only like it's that, constantly going like it's a machine. It's difficult to break from it when the toxicity that women add to uh, that masculinity comes in such and such ways. I'll give you an example. Have you ever been vulnerable with a woman? Yes. Right. Now, hopefully, the answer is no. Has that vulnerability ever been thrown in your face or exposed or used against you? No. I'm glad it hasn't, but that happens. And it's yeah. occurred to me, you know, so it's like you want men to be a different way, but when they act outside of what you're used to and what they're used to, and it may seem feminine, or even if, it, if it's not, um, it's used against them because, you know, women are women and men are men and men can take it. Right, men can take it, quote unquote. So yeah, has have you ever expressed a sexual desire and a woman yes, right? And a woman ever use it against you or expose it or or belittle you because of it. Right? Uh it's occurred. Mm -hmm. You know, it's occurred, even if that's a joke or whatever. Those are things that take step back, which which keep us in that prison right. of what we believe masculinity is. Because, oh, when I do something that's not so manly or not so masculine, it gets judged, it gets teased, I get played with, I get exposed. You know, I feel some type of way, and then I'm told not to because I'm a man. So it's like, where do you go from there? 
you know and it's like and it's like a lot of the times women belittle the shit out of men mm-hmm. for expressing themselves emotionally or you're being a little bitch that's been told to me man or you're being dramatic mm-hmm. or you're being emotional or oh, you're on your period you know shit mm-hmm. like that because you're expressing how you feel but then it's a problem if you don't communicate it's a problem if you don't say shit it's a problem if you hold things in and then you blow up those are problems but when you try to take that positive foot forward that positive step forward you get dumped on not not always and and honestly i've I can't sit here and tell you that that has occurred too much in my life, but I've witnessed it and I also have felt it a couple of times. And I know that though it is called toxic masculinity or masculinity in general, women have, if not the heaviest, a big role to play. So, so before when I, when I rudely interrupted you, <laughs> right. I, I was trying to get ahead of the game, but I'm yeah, don't do that again. I'm glad you brought up uh, these sexual know, desires. Listen, I'm glad you brought up these sexual desires because it relates to what I'm about to say right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so with this masculinity, with what we have been identifying as th- this idea of what society or how society crafts manhood, we cannot deny, and it'd be terrible if we were to deny this aspect which is the culture of sexual conquest. Now that involves hints and some sense of being promiscuous as a man. You can think of this as, which is quite simple, that a man can have multiple women. Right. And a woman should have less or one man yep to an extreme one man or to a greater extreme they shouldn't even be doing anything till marriage which is insane such an unfortunate form of life anyway what i bring to the table <laughs> to- <laughs> what dumbass made that rule <laughs> what i bring to the table is what do you think about what do you think about that whole idea that men can have multiple partners and, and women should have less. I think it's another thing. It's another terrible thing that came out of the gender roles that people um, set, mm-hmm. or that society has set up. Um, here's the thing, and hopefully we give this topic its, its own proper episode. Hopefully, when this motherfucking Rona goes away, It'll be sitting across from you at that dining room table we love so much. Uh, it's a part of the gender roles, man, because it's like there's a double standard. There, there are double standards against women, but there are also double standards for women, which is something we'll get into in that episode because I know it's going to come. Mm-hmm. But the, a big issue with masculinity is, and I know this is about the men, but this is a big part of who we are is uh the masculine culture or the the male builds or has built themselves up by tearing women down right yeah so so now um what does it come to that uh i can come up to you and go yo bro 
I smashed two shorties today. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking to three, four, five different women, and you applaud me for it. But a woman comes and states the same, she's a hoe. Mm-hmm. She's instantly belittled. You instantly think less. Here's my thing. Not an issue if you think less of the person, given the situation or whatever, that's your opinion. However, be fair. That's how I view it. Because a man can be a hoe too, man. Yeah. And, and there are women who apply, right? Yes. We're, we're, not, we're not talking about this. That Absolutely. It, no, it's yeah. an absolute thing, right? So I want to bring the scenario to you. And I want to hear your opinion. Let's say that you are in a relationship with a woman. Right. right? Do you want to name this woman? <laughs> man, trying to get me shot, man. <laughs> Let's say you're in a relationship with this woman. And you guys have agreed upon, I, I would say open relationship, but people tend to have this opinion about open relationships. So let's say, let's just define it for what it is. Let's say you guys agreed upon that you can be with other women. Mm-hmm. She can be with other men. Uh, but you guys have this intimate bond between you both. Right? You know, mm-hmm. only you define, only you two rightfully should know about that because who cares about anybody else? Right. How do you feel about that? <sighs> right, before you answer this question, Please take note of what you were speaking about, you know, fairness amongst both people, uh, things of that nature. Okay. I personally, here's what I have to say about that, unfortunately. Please please do. Um, And it may be selfish. Okay. It may be excessive. Of course. Now, related to our topic, does that have to do with your hospital? Of course it does. I guess in, in certain ways, but I think mine are more emotional, maybe have to do with the ego, which it, a lot of it can be masculine because it's like, oh, I'm the only guy you want to be with, whatever. But my thing is, mine actually has to do a bit with me tapping into my feminine side because it's like, if I'm sharing myself with you, I just want to do it with you. Interesting. You know, and it's, it is true, you know, uh, me personally, I, I believe, um, even as a friend or whatever, when I share myself with a person one way, I hold that um, very highly, you know? So it's like, there are two things that go through my mind. It's one, I want to share myself with just you this way. Two, are you not, like, do you feel the need to share yourself this way with others? Because then it changes the dynamic for me, at least. So um, what, you're saying, what you're saying is that you cannot be in that type of open relationship. No, what I'm telling you is that I'm not sure if I can. Okay. The, you know, things occur where it's like, I never know if I can find myself in the future with a person who I don't want to lose, but that person wants that thing. You know, it would take me to a place where I have to consider these things. It would take me to a place where I have to think out, outside of the traditional masculine ways and, realize you know come to terms with certain things and it would just take me to a place that right now i'm not at so i wouldn't be able to um you know answer that question as properly as i as i could would you be up for a relationship where your partner is completely into you emotionally sexually and and 
deep conceptual levels into you. You guys can also have deep conversations like that. But you, on the other hand, feel the same way, of course, but you are open to other partners. But she's only open to you. Mm, speaking personally? Uh, yes, no. No. No? Okay, it's, so, it's, so basically, if you're in a relationship with a person, it'll only be with that person. Yes. Um, I, like, I like this thing where, you know, it's... Um, like, because it's crazy because I have no issues with my partner's past. You know, like, when I'm in a relationship with someone, I have no issues with their past. And I'm not necessarily thinking about their future. You know, but, like, when you're with me, you're with me. You know, um, you don't belong to me. I don't own you. But we come to this agreement that I will share myself with you and you share yourself with me. We respect each other as much as we can. We are as honest with each other as much as we can. You know, the whole nine. You, you've been uh -huh. there. Uh, and, I, and I like that. It's like a pact. And it's like, it's a pact that's born out of love and, and, and common interest and shared goals or whatever the case may be. But I like that feeling. Um, believe it or not, as a man, I typically... Don't get me wrong. There's been times in my life where I belong to the streets and shit. We get it. But I typically, I feel the best when I know that uh, I'm exclusively with one person. That I am exclusive to that one person. Because it's like, uh, there's a saying that goes, man, you can, you can sleep with a thousand women, but you know, when you have that one person who really like lights that fire, you want to just give them your all. You know, uh, it's a beautiful so I, thing. I like I like that feeling. It's a beautiful thing, man. Now since we're you're forcing me to throw a curveball right now. We're still talking about masculinity, uh, but we we're now dabbling into a a sea of relationship, a sea of intimacy. So it, it leads me to only ask this question to you, Angel. Are you ready for this question that I'm about to ask you? I said, are you ready? Yo, we're the modern day DX. So shout out to DX, by the way. For those of you who don't know, D-Generation X was a WWF, WWE tag team. Shout out to them. Oh, man. Please stop trying to change the subject here. Are you ready? Yes. Angel, what do you think about marriage? Do you, do you mind if I share my two cents? Yes, and then I will answer so, the question. So we had a conversation about this a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. and I was basically sharing that on your birthday. Shout out to that. Happy shout birthday! Shout out my birthday, so yo! Twenty five years old. Can you believe? Twenty five years. We'll get back to that. Carry on with the conversation, man. Twenty five life. <laughs> <laughs> so my two cents on marriage is that straight up, I don't believe in it. And I disagree. <laughs> but let me explain why. Part of the why. reason but why the I don't believe in it, just to relate it to this topic, is that marriage is only an amplification of the stereotypes that are arbitrary and socially constructed that we mm -hmm. define. So the husband has a lot of those fucking qualities from society that tells you what a man is supposed to be in such it's like ownership a wife 
Exactly. And I'm not into that. <laughs> Neither am I, man. That's I'm it. not. I, you and I both have our own um, ideas of what marriage is. I don't like, I, I agree with you, actually, um, when it comes to, like, what society makes it, you know. Um, but to me, marriage is just, it's, you know me, man. I'm a hopeless romantic. Marriage to me is, is like a beautiful promise. You know, that's, that's what I see it as. Um, you can take my last name. You don't have to. You, you know, I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't, I could, I wouldn't even consider um, both of us sharing both last names. Like the, the, the name is not the point. Um, the point is that you're choosing me and I'm choosing you and we are choosing to work on life and live life together. You can do that without you can do that without marriage, yes. But yeah. marriage is like that solid promise. And the paperwork doesn't matter, the ring doesn't matter, the celebration doesn't matter, but wanting to do it all with your person. Um, I feel like that's beautiful and that deserves a ceremony, which is called marriage. Mm -hmm. And by ceremony, I just mean celebrating or, or making that formal promise. Um, you know, uh, and keeping that formal promise. I believe it's dope, man. So and just so, like my wife, that's just on fire. So have you been thinking about marriage actively in the maybe the past years or so? What are you trying to do here? No, I'm just asking like yeah, just yeah. yes or no. Um, yes, I definitely Okay. Have. So little girls, again, I've told you this, are taught and are told that, you know look forward to marriage yes like this is something life. that they're preparing them for marriage. preparing them preparing them for a husband one husband you understand mm -hmm. it relates to what we we're talking about but but again to relate it to our topic of the day which is masculinity like personally that wasn't brought up to me growing up marriage yeah. and stuff like that and I lied. It, it, it was in a way. Not mm -hmm. necessarily marriage, but how to treat the woman that you're with. So, so thank you for sharing that because the thought was leaving my head, right? So, if you are already treating your partner as a wife, mm -hmm. do you believe that the ceremonial process of getting married and the change in title, but also the change in relationship once you become yes. married is is a different, like, tell me about that. Like, what's going on? Like I said, I'm big on, like, the romantics of it all, you know? So I believe a ceremony definitely should be held because I believe that everything, all things that are beautiful should celebrate. You know, um, just like I believe that, yo, it should go hard, go out, do something for your birthday. Same thing, I believe, when it is the unification of two souls. However, I do not believe that it is necessary to make it crazy expensive or anything like that. I do not believe that the paperwork is necessary, stuff like that, you know. But I definitely do believe that there are certain customs that I think are wonderful traditions and stuff like that. But certain things like the last name changing certain things like the paperwork certain things like the rights and and laws within it all um i believe it's just it's all bullshit. but okay. the, the, 
there's a lot of it I, I appreciate, you know, the ceremony and even the cha- the exchanging of names, I think is a nice gesture. Um, however, I think that it's definitely not necessary and definitely like doing a bit, going a bit out there. But see, I was raised, I guess I could share this. I was raised um, in my mind when I grew up, I realized this. My mom kind of raised me, molding me into the man that she hoped to have had. You know, granted, I'm human, got my own flaws, etc. But I see where she was going with it, you know, subconsciously is what she was doing. You see that I'm so romantic and I'm so attentive and stuff like that because, like, that's what was instilled in me and I enjoyed it, in fact. You know, so she, she did push a lot of that sensitive side in me. However, the same woman who did that also instilled a lot of the basic toxic masculinity uh, traits that, that there are, you know, and I say toxic, um, that word gets thrown around a lot these days, and I don't mean to abuse it, but it's just that, um, you know, you can be a good person, you can be a good man, you can be great. It can be, you know, you don't have to be a toxic person to have these toxic traits or be a product of the toxic generational wounds that are still fresh and open. But yeah, when it comes to that marriage thing, man, uh, I witnessed myself. That's a different perspective I have, you know, that you did it with the sisters. You always bring, you tend to bring that up. Uh, I had sisters, you had no sisters. So um, I, I would have definitely sold you mine, by the way, because for cheating too. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Since we did, you know, go on this whole turn about relationship and marriage and oh shit fuck let's head back to what we're really talking about here masculinity masculinity for those who are viewing this or who get the opportunity to see us this guy is wearing a sleeveless shirt showing his guns Showing his brand new my tattoo. Little, my little pistolitas. Showing his brand new earring. This guy is a product of this modern masculinity that we're discussing. Fuck. So really, the question that I have been preparing us for during these past two episodes is it, coming forth. I'm really excited about this. And I know that we're disagree. And that's what I look forward to, man. Yeah. Of course, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, it, it's hilarious in a way because uh, like nobody knows we're like off air and stuff like that. We're pretty similar in the, in the arguments that we have, but you know, things are more thought out. We don't have this camera. We don't have these mics. Uh, we're just two best friends chopping it up, you know, uh, except nobody's listening. Um, <laughs> True. <laughs> you know, so it's but like, let, we, let we, me, we let have, me ask you. Let me ask because I'm getting eager here. I'm literally jumping off of my seat. I should have lit a hookah up. Facts. The fucking hookah. The people already know what you think a man should be or how right. you think a man is supposed to act. More or less. Y'all know, y'all, y'all, y'all know what I mean. Y'all know what I mean. Please digress. <laughs> I want to ask you should men be more responsible? as a as a person mm. with their behavior with the way they navigate Ooh, the world no. 
with the way they navigate the world with with i don't know you know what i mean like with the shit that they do if, yes. if a woman does it she's less responsible but if a man does it he is more responsible no it, it just it just everyone should be equally as responsible but, but men men unfortunately man and i will always fight to argue with this man like fellas you're making me look bad fuck men do these actions they take absolutely no responsibility and i'm not saying women don't either but i know exactly what he's referring to if you if you really want to know because i ain't gonna mention that i'm gonna make you work for it go listen to episode four the bar versus the club <laughs> of indigo voices because that's yeah, what he's talking I did my homework. <laughs> That's what he's taking it. Yeah, man. Men need to be more responsible and they need to be more accountable. Now, women, of course, have to be responsible and accountable. But we're talking about men here for the sake of men. Let's pretend women don't exist. The point, is, the point that you're making is that they need to be more responsible. Yes. Right? They need to be. Because uh, men lack a lot of responsibility, but they lack even more accountability due to the fact that you know, they were a part of this cycle of what masculinity is and, and what being a man is. Um, for example, I don't know, let's say a woman is dancing at the club and, and got her little flirty eyes going on. She's doing what women do, being promiscuous. All right? Nothing crazy. She's not throwing up no signs. You know, for those of you who... Uh, not to be a toxic man. But for those of you who get your shorties, you know what's up. You know when a shorty tapati, cuando no tapati. Right? So you also know when a woman is doing her little, because listen, you know we're talking about men, but women out here, they like snakes. All right? They slither and they slide and shit and they attack. Fellas, be careful. They out there. But anyways, you know, a woman's doing her thing. She's being sexy. She's doing her thing. She can do it for her friends, but you're there, and she notices your attention. Women love that attention. Boom. There you go like a dumbass. Give her that attention. Now, ain't nothing wrong with that. Been there. What is wrong is when you think that you are entitled to something because she is being provocative or dancing and looking at you or even teasing you, let's say. You need to be responsible and accountable for your actions because you react to that woman dancing or whatever the case may be that has nothing to do with her now now angel unless she's obviously purpose purposely engaging even then may you be a woman may you be a man may there be temptation may there be um seduction your actions are all on you Angel, we discussed the same scenario on episode four, The Bar versus The Club. Yes, we did. You want to come to me with the same example from them yep. to give me the same points from them. Yes. I want to I wanna, um, focus on the point that you're making in that men should be more responsible than women in the world. No, I didn't say men should be more responsible <laughs> than women. So then what I, are said, you I said men should be more responsible in general. In general, perfect. Because okay. we're because we're not no not more responsible than women. Responsibility is 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 one of those things that's equal, man. Uh, however, typically, women tend to be 
more responsible and more accountable typically these days the majority of the, of the time the the question uh, the question isn't if men should be more responsible the question is should they be more responsible with how they navigate the world as compared to women you said they should have more accountability right, right. because I they, believe, they, I, they navigate the world with entitlement I don't believe anyone should be more responsible than the next than the other man. Just because okay. you're a man, you're a woman, you should both be equally responsible. So you maybe I strayed away from that in a bit. No, certain, <laughs> certain things you have to be. Uh, I was just the I, man I is on, the man is passionate. What can he say? Because you know there's he has red Christmas lights, lights hanging from his teeth. <laughs> Welcome to hell, baby. <laughs> oh shit. Out of here. So, so Angel, I want to, um, considering what you what you just said, and, and with what I agree in, is that there should be fairness with the responsibility. Yeah. Right? yeah. Should men be doing more than women? Again, I feel like it's a game of catch up right now, and just solely speaking on men, we got a lot of brushing up to do. You know. Um, whether women do, whether women have to as well or don't, that's not our business right now. Uh, this whole conversation is about manhood and masculinity. But, but the question, the question is a comparative question. Do not disregard the other side right now, because I'm saying, should men be doing more than women? Don't, do not do I that disagree. Shit. I disagree. There's no... Of there's, course! <laughs> there's no... Trying to go around. There's no more than no one should be doing more than anyone. No one should be more responsible than anyone. No one should take more accountability. She's a human being. I'm not You're fucking babying. lying, bro. You're fucking lying. I'm not babying women um, or like protecting them. Like men shouldn't be doing more than women, but women shouldn't be doing more than men. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, there's, it's not a necessity to do not one or the other. Doesn't, there's going to be times where women are going to do more. There's going to be times when men are going to do more. You know, it's that, it's that whole 80-20 rule. It's not always 50-50. I get that. But sometimes, like, being fair means that sometimes you do more mm -hmm. for both parties. So, um, Angel, I mean, we could really sit down here and think about talk different for examples, right? Different examples. Yeah. But, again, guys, I, I personally believe that both men and women should be doing more in a, in a fairness Absolutely. contest for the improvement of themselves. Yes. Not for, for the improvement to be better than the other. Um, I say that just to clear out the way for anybody who might be confused. But again, we could think of different examples at this point. Do you believe that men, for the most part, should do more for the woman than the woman for the man. It, it sounds like a, the same question, but hear me out. Saying, yeah. Hear me out. Like, let's say, again, let's think about the specific actions that we describe mm -hmm. that yeah, society thinks, exactly, the limiting factors. Like, think of you taking a girl out, you know, you maybe have to pick her up, you have to pay for dinner, you have to open the door. You all of this shit, right? 
Mm-hmm. Of course, she has to do stuff for you too. That is inscribed in the the performative actions of each other's gender. Right. But what do you think? Like, generally speaking, is there more that a man does? Or should a man do more? In the sense of uh, more things that matter, yes. Communication, quality time, honesty, those things. Men could be more honest. Again, it's it's not a gender-specific thing. Uh, you know, both parties lie. Both parties uh, show minimal effort at times. But men could do more. However, and this one goes to my fellas, man, women could also do more for the men because it's like, in reality, but then you can't be mad at nobody. Now, look, when you're trying to go for a girl, you're trying to go for a girl, you know, you're going to have to take out. You know, you're going to pay for dinner. You know, you're going to pay for whatever activities you guys do. You know, you're probably going to pick up. You know, you're going to do the most because you're trying to get with that girl. Because from as early as time, man, um, we're the hunters. We hunt, right, supposedly. But women should really, I believe, do more for the men than they do now. And at the same time, I do believe that men should do more as well. Because I'm, I keep seeing situations and relationships where, like, the man does the minimal effort with everything. And that's just, like, you got the better yeah. in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, I, I apologize for getting ahead of myself. Then. You know, sometimes I just get excited with shit. <laughs> but... But, man, dude, I totally agree with you in that aspect. Again, I, I hope everybody does self-improvement for themselves. Yeah. If they are in a relationship, improve yourself. You know, fuck it, to improve their relationship because if that's yeah. what you're in it. Dude, I run out of questions for you. All right, well, I got one last question for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's say, let's, let's, let's just state that a woman cheats. Now, be honest here. A woman cheats versus a man cheating. Do you view those two things differently? No. You're a fucking liar. Uh, Yo. (laughs) Honest to God, baby. Gotcha. All right. That was just Uh, a flat um, answer. Shout out to um, the Bronx Bias podcast. The Bronx Bias podcast. That's a fact. He said, I, I was listening to an episode. He said, some some woman was like on the kids, like like I put it on my kids that I'm not. Oh like. my god! <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious, I but I haven't heard that episode, man. Yo, yo, yo real, real talk, Denzel. Yo, uh, you've been showing us a lot of love. I have heard a couple of episodes, um, but I I would like to tune in regularly. So if you're hearing this, man, much much love, much respect. Hopefully we get to collab one day, man. Collab coming soon. Shout out the Bronx Bias Podcast. Yeah, Yo, um, let me share a poem, bro. For sure. This this is the thing with this. This is the thing with this um topic, uh, and a lot of people are gonna DM us because they always do. Mm-hmm. Oh, but y'all didn't talk about this. Oh, but you guys didn't get these points across. This shit is hard, man. It's a it's a very it's difficult, interesting topic that we would have probably spent five, six hours talking about it one night. Hence, right. Indigo Voices. Um, so just bear with us, and that's what you guys are here for. 
we are only here as the poppies who spark the flame. <laughs> light, Yo, but, light the spark. I'm sorry. I got to fan the flame. I got to light it up. So but, interact with us. Exactly. So those interactions, them letting us know of the stuff that we miss. Yeah. Comment on the post that we have. We're very comment, responsive. Comment, like, share. Just, yeah, if you, if you guys like, comment with us, you know. We love talking shit. <laughs> Let us know if we, yeah, like, yo, damn, I think so far Angel being dumbasses. That's, that's fine. Right. We probably going to block you, but, like, let us know. Nah, nah. <laughs> so you're going to share a poem, brother, for us. Uh, the second episode in a row. It's, like it's, the same, it's the same thing. I know. It's the same topic. Go ahead, bro. Um, so this poem I had mentioned on the episode titled The New World Order, that during these quarantine times, I've been thinking a lot about um, how short life is, how delicate life is, that people should really take advantage of this gift that we have. Right. So that was what basically inspired me to write this poem here. And you know me, it doesn't have a title. It's just... Never. If you guys <laughs> can think of a title for this poem that Soba's about to recite, you know how it goes. The winner gets something. I don't know what, but the winner gets something. Check it. On the blink of an eye, this life we live is over. In the end, we'll see how fast it passed us by. We'll have the good old days, the could have beens, the broken hearts, passionate skin on skin. But before we get there, let's take a second to look around, to feel the now. Right here, regrets die down. This is what we have for certain. I realized after the last sip of bourbon at a bar in a county called Bergen, no one can take this moment away. Make the best of today because life's thin like lingerie. So many hide the truth is that we're born to die. Cries and tears won't change the fact. So lighten your heart, this is a blessing. To know the end is coming calls for the death of wasted time. If on a blink of an eye, it'll all be over, I'll be amongst angels in Anaheim. Hey, that was amazing, man. Damn. I distinctly appreciate the mention of bourbon because, you know. Shout out, bourbon. Yo, we haven't even talked about that. We from Teaneck, New Jersey. We haven't talked about the fact that we're from Teaneck, New Jersey because we're not from Teaneck, New Jersey, motherfucker. I mean, we're I not, but we went to high school in Teaneck. Listen, we're hybrids, all right? We spent half yeah. our lives in the city, half our lives in Teaneck. I'm proud of it. I am mad at it. Teaneck is a wonderful place to grow up. I will probably see myself ending up there. Hell, with a not me. Whole, whole little family, all domesticated. Uh, but right now, we back we back in the city, baby. We back in the Bronx. Um, pasando hambre. Pasando hambre, pasando trabajo. Hungry. At least there's like four platanos for a dollar. On your, near, on your local deli. That's you know true. what you could do with $12 worth of platanos? A whole lot. <laughs> All right, brother, do you have any any final words based on the topic, based on how you feel for the people of Indigo Voices? My final message, my final send-off for this topic, until the next time that we speak about it, because, again, we're constantly learning, yeah, for sure, constantly man. discussing um, for right now, for 2020, I'm going to say, yo, be open to new 
possibilities that'll describe you for the person that you feel comfortable being. What that means is that be flexible. Yeah. Flexibility. You don't have you don't have to be this person that you were for the past for me 25 years of my life. For you whatever, 2 years, 10 years, welcome change. Welcome contrasting thoughts that may clash with with what you thought of yourself. That's what I have to say. I agree, bro. Whatever Sopa said, I co-sign it. Uh, but I also want to, really quick, just uh, a specific shout out to all the men across the world. You know, uh, anyone who's listening, anyone who isn't. We're, we're in a difficult bubble, man, because we, we, we're a product of what came before. And we just got to help one another, love one another, um, break that toxic, toxic masculinity or whatever um, definition of masculinity there is and just be, you know, just love and just be and move forward with kindness. Understand that like women and like anyone else, we have emotions, we have feelings and those things can drive a nigga mad, man. So that's my message to you guys is just like so I said, flexibility and be open and just, you know, be you and move forward with kindness. Uh, fellas, if you're out there, man, I am always open with, uh, expecting you with open arms, uh, always willing to hear you out. So just DM us if you have any type of issue, even if you just want to, you know, have a conversation or you want to open up and you don't know how, maybe you don't even know you want to open up, but you want to, you know, talk to two dope ass dudes who are willing to help you. We're here. Right, and it's so confidential too. It's, it's confidential for sure. It's responded with respect, you know? Yeah. Like it's not no like bullshit. What I'm trying to say is let's break that motherfucking wheel, man. Let's Yo, shout forward. out to your sleeveless shirt. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I knew I made I knew I made a mistake wearing this, but I'm home. So I was like, you know, Sopa's always comfortable. Let me try to be comfortable too. And he's been joking. But you know what? You know what? Like what you said, man. I'm going to own my shit. All right? Yo, I you got it, bro. Shirt. I got to work out a little, but that's besides it the point. Sufficient. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. Sopa, where can they find you? Y'all can find me at Sopa underscore worldwide on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on Instagram at the underscore kid angel. You can also follow us as a unit on Instagram at Indigo Voices Podcast and on Twitter as Voices Indigo. Thank you guys so much. 